You're listening to an all-new episode of Off the Rails with Sloppy Yellow. Views and opinions expressed here reflect hardcore fan perspectives and sometimes might be factual. Be advised, this podcast may contain adult language. Well, Billy Bradley, we made it through the first race of the playoffs, the first race of the playoffs in Darlington, South Carolina, the birthplace of my oldest child. Tyler was born in the Palmetto State. Billy Bradley. Did you know Kyler was born at Palmetto State, buddy? Yeah, I think we talked about this. You know, you were what, around in the, the Outer Bank, Charleston, that area. We were down in Hilton Head, South Carolina, a place that um, I could not afford to live, and sadly, we moved. Uh, but South Carolina, I've been all over that state, love South Carolina, love the low country, love Darlington, love them Palmetto, uh, 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 not Palmetto, Palmetto cheese sandwiches. Uh, they got a new sponsor down there in Cookout. But Billy Bradley, on Jeff Gluck's poll that he puts out after every race, the race got a 72% good and a 27-point-something uh, bad. I thought it was a good race. It's nothing that I would – if every NASCAR race was like that, I mean, I guess I'd be okay. But in my opinion, it was a good race. It was, um, uh, wasn't was the best race on the I've ever seen, but good, solid race down there at Darlington. And, um, I mean, you guys gave me the first pick last week. I, I mean, I, I kind of think if you're not taking Kevin Harvick to win at this point, uh, you, you, you must have some inside information. But what do you think about the race down there at Darlington, Billy Bradley? Well, I think, uh, you know, Kevin Harvick definitely won the race. But I think two of the top cars at that time during the race, Truex and Baby Jesus, kind of had their little rumbling. I think they were the fastest cars. So, you know, yeah, Denny ha- or Kevin Harvick came out on top, but I think it was at the misfortune of Truex clearing himself before or three seconds after he was clear. <laughs> Billy, I, I, the funny thing is, is I've seen a lot of stuff here. I don't think Baby Jesus is 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 really, you know, that upset or angry or pissed at Martin Truex Jr. I think I think he and Martin Truex Jr. are kind of good because. I mean, let's face it. Martin Truex Jr. is not a kind of Martin Truex Jr. is a is he's a good guy. I don't know. I'm not sure many people have a a problem with him. I, he probably called him and said, "Hey, let's you know, sorry about that. I wasn't trying to ruin your day because I damn sure didn't want my day ruined." And Martin Truex Jr. handles himself a lot differently than say Kyle Busch, than say yeah. um, Danny Hamlin. And so, you know, just because he's over JGR doesn't mean he's a prick. Like um, like those other two drivers, but I I think they're gonna be well, okay. Chase, Go ahead. Chase really didn't have nothing, couldn't really say anything because he done the same thing at Bristol. That's Chase right. just got chased. He got chased, and and I think Chase is learning. You know, I, you know, I was a big listen. I said Chase was a big um, uh, a big scaredy cat first couple years uh, on the on the circuit. He could have done himself a lot a lot better if he'd have been a little bit more aggressive because people were using them up. Well, you've got to be careful now because now he's getting in. And I think he's handling this right, Billy. He's, he's paying right. for some of his sins that he did earlier in the season. And, and that, that's what he needs to do. The last thing he needs to do is get in some pissing contest right here at the end of the, as, and as he's trying to get right. the chase. And that's right. He, he's got to be smart. And he took his medicine. He's fine. He's going to make it. 
you know, he's going to make it. Um, I believe he's going to make it through this round. I don't think he's in any danger of getting out of, of not making out of this round. But, but this is – I thought – I'm glad to see those guys have, have, have shrugged it off and, and keep on moving. But i got to ask you something. I thought – from from where I sat, and, and I didn't watch all of the of the race, but the part of the race that I saw with the Xfinity guys, man, I thought that was a badass race, Billy. Did you catch any of that Xfinity race? <laughs> yeah, actually, I thought the you know the Cup race on Sunday was good, but I thought the Xfinity race on Saturday was was better. The only thing I hated was the fact that it kind of jumped channels on us, you know. Yeah. Uh, probably like 40 laps to go. I guess they switched it over to the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. But, you know, the Xfinity race I thought was badass. And I think O'Denny Hamlin may have dug himself a, a hole in the, by taking out Chastain, Ross Chastain for the lead. But, you know, Ross handled it pretty good. But I'm wondering deep down if Ross is like, all right, big boy, you're running for a cup championship. I was running for an Xfinity try to get in. I'll remember this come uh, so you racing. You're going to race me hard? I'll race you hard for lap down. Bill, you bring up a good point. First of all, I want to say that you've been, many times this season, you have said that the Xfinity race was better than the cup race. Um, and right. and we, we see that every time they make a, a body change or something like that, and they try it out in the Xfinity cars, or, or they or they do something with the Cub cars, and the Xfinity cars are still the old system or whatever. That that seems to happen, but it seems you, you've said that quite often, and I and I have to agree with you. The Xfinity series has a good good thing going for it right now. A bad thing that it has going for it is the fact that Denny Hamlin's even allowed in that damn race. Why would you allow Denny Hamlin to be in that race this late in the season? There's got to be a cutoff point, and I know it's not a playoff race for the Xfinity Series, Billy, but but all you're doing is is screwing up. The only good that can come out of it is nothing. The only the, There's only bad that can come out of having Denny Hamlin in that race, in my opinion, and I think you're right, Billy. I hadn't put a lot of thought into it, but the fact of the matter is, Ross Chastain has um, got some cup some cup starts left in him, and he's not going for a championship. And why? I mean, it just seems weird that Denny Hamlin would would, would allow himself to get in a dust up um, this late in the season in an Xfinity race when he's. I mean, he's. He, I mean, number one to win the championship right now is Kevin Harvick. Number one B is Denny Hamlin. Um, I mean, Martin Truex <laughs> Jr. is close, but 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 Harvick and Hamlin are clear above everybody else. And the fact that he would allow himself to get in that position is kind of dumb. And it's the first mistake that I've seen that Denny Hamlin's made all year, Billy. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I would agree with with everything you said. You know, Hamlin has drove smart all year long, and he comes up and does something like that. Uh, I really don't think, you know, he was out there for the win. And, you know, I'm okay with that point. But you just put yourself in a predicament that you're going to go into Sunday's race running for a championship against him in a couple more races. It wasn't smart. It wasn't smart. And I'll tell you something. When I picked Denny Hamlin in the preseason to win the championship, I only did it because he's seen Brad Keselowski be a champion. He's seen Joey Lagan be a champion. 
He's seen Kyle Busch become a champion. He's seen Martin Trex Jr. become a champion. And there for a while, um, Denny Hamlin was king of all. And, and Denny Hamlin has lost um, championships and lost races because he didn't have his head right. He was focused on other things. It's very I mean, it's very widely known that he has a sports psychologist working with him and that sort of thing. But the fact that Kyle Busch won his second championship, I knew at the beginning of the season, I said, Kyle Busch will have a, will have a down year, and Denny Hamlin's going to be the guy to beat. And I was pretty close. Kevin Harvick is definitely the guy to beat. But, I mean, Denny Hamlin is right there, and I think it was dumb. I think it's a bad move to have Denny Hamlin out there this late in the season, period but especially in a dust-up late in the race, that's just that's just dumb. But I agree with you. I thought the Xfinity race was good. And, uh, and, and, and what I, I didn't see it all, but what I saw of it was very entertaining. I thought the cup race was entertaining, and, and I'm, I'm glad that Darlington uh, had a race. Uh, they've had two races now. We've been blessed to see that track twice, and it's definitely time to move on. Billy, we got some uh, – you know what, what, what just hit me? while we're sitting here talking, you know, that um, Haley Deegan, God, I'm so <laughs> listen, I was sick of her all last year. Every time I turned around, Haley Deegan this, Haley Deegan that, look at her social media, look at this, look at all this. And I was like, God almighty, for an ARCA driver, for Christ's sakes, who, who wrecked to get her every one of her wins is, uh, uh, I, I was just tired of hearing about her. And I haven't heard shit about her in 2020. I was living a, a good life, Billy. I was happy. I was, you know, despite COVID, I hadn't had to hear Haley Diggins' name all of 2020 until this freaking week, and she did an interview laying on her bed, and all of a sudden now I see her all over my timeline, and I'm pissed, Billy Bradley. What do we have to do to get Haley Diggins the hell off my timeline, Billy? Well, I think she's exactly got people where she wants them. I mean, we're talking about her again, and, yep. and uh, it's it's not actually under a good circumstance, but is anything under in 2020 normal circumstances? No. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think her sponsorship sponsors Monster Energy will have a problem with that because I, th- I think she's selling – she fits their product. Like, as she's laying in her bed, she hasn't had her Monster yet to get her going. I think from what I was told, she was even late. For the interview, yeah, maybe I think I can't. I don't know what the hell it was, Billy. All I saw was her laying uh, on the bed doing her interview with her phone in her hand, and the first thing I thought was some dumbass is paying her a shit ton of money to drive their car. She doesn't have the good sense to <laughs> sit the fuck up. Um, now I get that she's young. I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, blaming anything because she's young or anything. But the fact of the matter, what you said is the only thing that matters, Billy, and that is Monster Energy. Uh, probably digs the shit out of what she did there because all it did was get me talking about her, and I can't stand talking about somebody who's a who's a, a, a I'm going to say a good ARCA driver who has no idea how to take care of her equipment. I, I, I the, the fact that she's everybody's darling is is kind of funny to me, but I, I'm sitting here talking about her on the damn podcast, and I wish I wasn't. But I was like, holy shit, my life was great, and I was having a good time, and all of a sudden now she's in here. She, I, I didn't hear – did you even listen to the interview, Billy? No, I never even listened to uh, <laughs> See, a bit of it. All we know is she's a 18-year-old kid who doesn't know how to do a damn interview, 
um, or, or act professional because she's not. And uh, we don't, neither one of us know what the hell she even said, but I can't stand that she's on my damn timeline. And, uh, um, and, it's, and it's funny. So this, this is the world we live in now, social media, and sponsorship doesn't have a whole hell of a lot to do with, and we've talked about this before about, you know, who gets the rides and that kind of stuff. And Billy Bradley, we had some news on Thursday. We had some news on Thursday. Uh, by the way, Rob Lopes is working. I, we, I should, I guess, I should mention that Rob Lopes isn't with us today. Rob is um, uh, putting the the number six car uh, to bed on on Thursday, so he's he's got he's jammed up at the at the shop. But we've talked about this plenty of times. How it takes money to drive, not necessarily um, it's money then talent, and not talent and then money. Bubba Wallace announced today that he will be no longer driving for Richard Petty Motorsports. After the conclusion of this season, he let Richard Petty Motorsports know definitively today. He put out a press release. Our buddy Jimmy Wags is can't wait for him to get in the 48 so he can rub it in our faces that Hendrick Motorsports <laughs> chose Bubba Wallace. Billy, for the 50th damn time this season, what do you think Bubba Wallace is going to do in 2021? Your life depends on it, Billy Bradley. What does he Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be perfectly honest with you right now. I'm kind of worried. I earlier I never saw Bubba Wallace had zero chance going to the 48. Yeah. And even if I would say even at this slight percent that it has, it has absolutely no damn thing to do with his driving talent. It's that Hendrick Motorsports is desperate on money, sponsorship, and they know Bubba Wallace has it in his contract. He's already signed new sponsorships. But if they do that, it's definitely the only reason because you have Eric Jones out there that is ten times the driver that Bubba Wallace is. Yeah. So I'm going to say there's about a 1% chance that he goes to the 48. Okay. So you're saying 1% chance of the 48? Yes. I think it's the 42 car. Billy, um, astute, uh, very astute. I, I, when this thing first came out, I thought, and I was very vocal about this. Uh, Billy, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, I, I was very very adamant that Bubba Wall, the smartest thing Bubba Wallace could do is stay at Richard Petty Motorsports, get a piece of the pie, become a, a larger owner, drive for the next couple, three years, keep his personal sponsorships, and then cultivate that ride for um, young up-and-comers or uh, or something like that and, and make his money that way. I have since, yeah. um, since all that happened, he's got a you know, sponsor, McDonald's is sponsored a few times. I look over there at that 42, Chip Ganassi Racing has the McDonald's over there. I can see a scenario that he goes to Chip Ganassi Racing. But, I, listen, I, I have said a number of dumb shit things on this podcast. Last week I said I thought the car should have lights underneath them. You and Rob Loeb's <laughs> both uh, let me know that I am still a dumbass. However, I think, to me, Bubba Wallace ain't getting in the 42. I, I I don't think he's going to a top-tier ride unless 
McDonald's is 100% on board and says, you put Bubba Wallace in and we're following Bubba Wallace. I don't know that that's the case. The only way Bubba Wallace goes to the 42 is if the sponsor said, put Bubba in that car or we're walking. That's the, and I don't believe that right. they've done that. I think, first of all, Eric Jones should go to the 48, and then he'll be the next Chase Elliott, in my opinion. Yeah. I think you got Chase Elliott, you got Eric Jones, you got William Byron with a, with a win Byron. on the belt. Uh, you got Alex Bowman, for Christ's sakes, with, with um, three wins here in the last two years, and he's starting to feel his oats a little bit. And I, That would make a hell of a solid lineup to me. And I listen. I know this is dumb. To me, Spire Motorsports having that second um, charter from yep. uh, Levine Family Racing, Bubba Wallace could go over there as a part owner, get in the gig, and and they could probably make that business model work over there. I don't see Bubba Wallace getting a better ride personally than what he's got at the 43. I just I don't think he's got the talent to be in a 42. I don't think he's got the talent to be in a 48. I mean, I think if he goes to the 42 and a 48, he'll finish better than 23rd. But we're talking about the right. miraculous better job that Bubba Wallace has done this fucking year, Billy. And the fact of the matter is he scored 108 points more this year than last year at this time. Also, Billy – He's only gone up three positions. So he went from 26 last year, now he's 23rd. Also, Bubba Wallace has had infinitely less opportunities to fuck up his car with practice. I mean, that, that, I, I mean, let's be honest here. The main thing that's helping Bubba Wallace in 2020 is 2020. He doesn't have to qualify. He doesn't have to practice. He, he wrecks with damn many cars, Billy Bradley, that that's worth 108 points. The only thing helping him go from 26th to 23rd, in my humble opinion, is the fact that he has less opportunity to fuck up. And, that, and that's just the way I think about it. I, I would be shocked if you went to the 42. Excuse me. I, I, would, I would be less shocked if you went to 42. I, I would give the 42 probably a 10% chance. I would give the 48 a 0% chance. I would give somebody like Spire Motorsports – um, an opportunity. The second thing that I see happening before, so so Spire, him going to Spire Motorsports makes sense to me over the 42 and 48. I know it sounds dumb, Billy. Here's what also makes sense. To me. Listen, they, Danny Hamlin and a bunch of people put together a race team for Toyota and Bubba Wallace goes races for a new cup team that's not even in existence today. I believe that. I believe Spire Motorsports and Bubba Wallace going to a brand-new team that doesn't exist as we tape this call before I believe him going to the 42 or the 48. I mean, I, Billy, I just don't see it any other way, bud. I see you. I, I'm with you on that. And I also see uh, there's been rumor that the 13, or it may actually be out now, that the 13 yeah. is no longer going to be. So not only do you have that, so you're going to have Ty Dillon out, yeah. So, you know, that's an alliance with Richard Petty, or Richard Petty, Richard Childress. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Petty Motor, Petty's alliance with Richard Childress. So there's two cars. Are we going to see a bigger picture here? I ne- I don't see Richard Childress ever switching manufacturers from no. Chevrolet because I, th- I think that that's, that's born into him. Yeah. So, 
I, I don't see another branch off of RCR team coming in. So I, I like where you're going with that spire. Here's here's what I can tell you. I, I just I don't think Bubba Wallace has look. He may have the money, but he doesn't have the talent. I don't think Bubba Wallace is in NASCAR driving at the Cup level in three years. There's too many better. Haley Diggins got to drive somewhere, goddammit. And um, and I'd take Haley Diggins' ass, and I can't stand Haley Diggins. I'd take Haley Diggins' ass right now over Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace is telling me <laughs> what he can do. He drove for Kyle Busch Motorsports, and I think he only has six truck wins. He's got zero Xfinity wins. Going, he raced with Roush for Pete's sake, and they were what? they were heavy. Not hitters, only man. that, Dan. Not only that, look at the sponsorship he's brought in. Columbia. Yeah. It's not going to last very long. You see clothing styles come in and out all the time. It's yeah. not going to last very long. No. As soon as 2020 is over, DoorDash is done. People are ready to get out of their house. They're not going to be ordering shit. So they're not going to be able to. Uh, yes, it's a great option to have, but people have been locked up in their homes so long that DoorDash will be a thing of the past after this pandemic. Let me put it like this, Billy. I don't know that DoorDash will be a thing of the past, but I will say this. I will say this. Um, DoorDash is heavy now. It's not going to be as heavy when we're out ordering things, just like you said. All Everything yeah. that Bubba Wallace has are very short-term, short-term things. No, nothing right. he has that we know of, nothing that he has right now tells me that he's long-term anywhere. Now, if McDonald's is saddled up to him, well, now that's, that's a whole different story. I just different. think yeah. Bubba Wallace needs to look long-term. He has bet on himself, I guess, that he's good enough to drive at the top level in NASCAR. I just do not see it. And and, and the re- and I, listen, I've said this ad nauseum in our text thread. I don't think Bubba Wallace has the emotional capacity to be a champion at any level of NASCAR, not in trucks, not in Xfinity, and not in in Cup. I've seen him cry way too many times on TV um, and get his emotions taken away from him. If he was out there having to practice, having two practices and a qualifying session at all these races, I guarantee you he'd have at least five wrecked race cars and go on to a backup. I mean, I just – he just and then he loses focus and then he gets mad and then he goes. He's got talent to drive, but it ain't just. It's what's between the ears and his and, and his and his heart that doesn't connect. He gets too emotional. I've seen it time and again. I'd move on. I think he stood. Have, I, I hope he looks out for himself because I don't. It's not that I don't dislike Bubba Wallace. I don't dislike him. I just. It's kind of like talking about Haley Deegan. Bubba Wallace has right. done shit, Billy. Bubba Wallace hasn't done shit in the Cup car. And all of a sudden, all we're talking about is Bubba Wallace because he's black. I, I'm happy with what he's done for NASCAR and, and the movement to make everybody aware of what's going on in the country and all that sort of thing. But you take if you strip all that shit away and you're looking at a piece of paper or you're looking at stats or you're looking at what Bubba Wallace don't get me excited to do anything. He, he's well, just look, a driver. All right, correct me if I'm wrong here. You put him up against – these are the people that drove in similar equipment. William Byron drove for KBM, right? Yes. Truck. Won yep. championship. Yep. William Byron won Xfinity championship for Junior Motorsports, correct? Yep. Yes, he did. All right. Bubba Wallace drove for KBM in the trucks when they were on Prime. No yep. championships. What, a handful of wins. 
Yep. Groper Al Xfinity program. You know, when they were halfway decent, Carl Edwards won several races in their Xfinity program. Yep. No championships. I just don't see it adding up. He doesn't have it, in my opinion. I, I wish the man nothing but luck because he obviously luck. sucks at um, cooking I'd ribs. love to kid him. Glad he's in the sport that I love. I just yeah. being honest, like I mean, I don't see it happening. Bubba Wallace to me is more of an ambassador than he is a driver at this point. Yes, and it's yes. not a bad thing that he's he's an ambassador. I hope that he takes his platform as a NASCAR Cup driver and does something with it that's tangible yes. that he can use the rest of his life because that kid can do. I mean, he's not a kid anymore. Right? That young man has a has an unbelievable opportunity to do something. And if he can prove me wrong, Billy, and get in the car and win, I, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong. I just don't oh, yeah. see it, and um, but you know, <laughs> Jeff Dickerson, that used to be, uh, you know, with Kyle Busch or whatever, crazier than a shit house rat. Everything that that Bubba Wallace has done in the last two months has, to me, it looks just like Jeff Dickerson is is pulling the. He's over at Spire Motorsports. That's that's the kind of shit Jeff Dick, Dickerson would do, and I just. That's kind of the connection that's got me there. They got a charter. They can make money. They go out. This is exactly the kind of shit that Fire Motorsports would do. Um, it's yeah. also the kind of shit that Denny Hamlin would do with JGR, uh, or excuse me, Toyota, start a cup team, um, get in the alliance with JGR, and put Bubba Wallace in the car. You cannot lose. Uh, Bubba Wallace won't right. be there very long because, they, I mean, it's Toyota doesn't have itself. enough seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll fund itself. They got a satellite operation, but but Wallace better. If Bubba Wallace goes to Toyota with a new team, then that son of a bitch has got more balls and he's got brains. Because the fact of the matter is, he won't be in that seat long. <laughs> I promise you, yeah. he will not be in that seat long in in the Toyota camp. They got too many talented drivers and not enough and not enough guys there. By the way, did you see what um, Mike Wallace? This is kind of breaking news um, for us now as we record this, but Mike Wallace, I, the, the the brother of um, <laughs> the brother of Kenny and and Rusty, I guess he was suspended today. Um, he's suspended today for something he posted on Facebook, Billy Bradley. I and I'm just now seeing this, but um, have you seen it, Billy? Uh, I think we had spoke on it earlier, and I went to Bob Parker and saw what he had posted. Well, what's led to believe that was posted, and yeah, I I gotta say if if he did, if that's true, you know, granted it's his opinion on that, but being in that type of situation, I don't know if it's something you post. Well, I can tell you this, Billy. I think it's, I mean, I'm looking at, if this is what he says, it says white slaves were sold for centuries. All our ancestors took slaves, sold slaves, and were slaves. You are not special. Black people owned slaves, owned and sold slaves. Asian people, Native people, and Middle Eastern people owned and sold slaves. Everyone's ancestors participated in slavery. It wasn't exclusive to white people Stop trying to make people feel guilty for things they didn't do. Well, I got a bajillion, a bajillion thoughts running through my head, but um, I, I and I have no idea what references is. This was dated August 28th. This might not even be what he said. If this is in fact 
what got him suspended from NASCAR. I think NASCAR is barking up the wrong fucking tree, brother. Um, I'm not saying what he said was was good. I'm not saying what he said was bad. I'm not saying what he did was indifferent. What I'm saying is NASCAR is obviously out there monitoring Mike Wallace. I don't even know because he fucking drive. I guess he's a part-time driver. I didn't even know he drove any. I didn't even know he was still driving. Like I remember him back. I'm pretty sure it's the same Mike Wallace. Kenny and uh, Rusty's yeah. brother. Yeah. Like I remember him driving in the trucks. Uh, had a couple wins. I, I never knew he was still racing in Xfinity. I didn't either. But I can also tell you this: um, NASCAR, if they're going to start being looking at, the slippery slope is is that. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, I look at somebody like Dale Jr. Dale Jr. hasn't tweeted shit in, in months. Now, maybe it's because NBC, NASCAR is on NBC or whatever, Billy, but I, the social media that I have seen ever since Kyle Larson's come out and, and said what he said and all that kind of uh, they're, they're, social media has changed. Uh, hell, I don't get on social media as much as I used to or, or post as much as I used to, but if NASCAR is going to go around and start being the, the Facebook police and that sort of thing for a part-time driver who I don't know that he said anything that was necessarily unfactual. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he said anything that was um, – I mean, you know, what he did say was, you are not special. All our ancestors took slavery. I mean, it's a, look. It, it's a dumb position to have. I, 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 it's, it's dumb. It, it's a it's an idiotic position. If you want to talk about critical race theory, I, I'd be more than glad to talk all day long on critical race theory. This is not okay. critical race theory. This is this is a Facebook post that was dumb to put out there, and I just it's, it's dumb. But. For NASCAR to throw a suspension out there for this, um, that's going to bite them in the ass at some point. I don't know when, I don't know where, and I don't know how. And it might be this right here. I don't know. But but if, this, this is just a bad precedent to go to. Go to. I just I don't like it. I mean, if he said something um, that was definitively racist, okay. If he said something that was, you know, bad, I mean, I think we know the difference between – you know, bad and, and and wrong and that sort of thing. As I'm reading another yeah. one, Mike Wallace posted a picture of Kamala Harris, and he said, uh, can you believe this semi-black person is on TV saying blacks in America have never, capital, had the same opportunity as whites? Didn't we have a black president for eight years? Okay, so maybe Mike Wallace is a dumbass. Um, maybe he's a dumbass and that sort of thing. I don't know that He's a part-time driver. He's not employed by NASCAR. It's just, it's just slippery. I don't know that. Um, I don't. I, Mike Wallace should know better. Um, Mike Wallace should know better, and, and all this kind of stuff. I don't know that calling Kamala Harris a semi-black person is a good thing. Uh, maybe the total. And I haven't read all of his things on social media. I'm literally looking at screenshots as people are posting on Twitter. So, with without knowing exactly why he was suspended because they haven't told us which billy this is 
okay, so that was a long diatribe. Can, can you tell I've had a drink, Billy? Um, I, 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 I do. I, I talk a lot when I've, I've had a drink, but this whole thing gets me to to here. NASCAR couldn't wait to tell the world they had brought in the FBI to investigate a noose in Bubba Wallace's pit garage that had been there for literally a fucking year. They decided it was good for them. Let, let's call let's call a news conference and tell them we found a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage and, and, and we're going to get to the bottom of this and we've called in the FBI. Oh, also, we uh, handed over tapes proving that this thing was done in 2019 and not 2020. They'll step all over their peckers to go out there and show you how unracist they are when they really, all they did was just stir up a big controversy. Uh, what if Paul Menard's crew uh, from 2019, I mean, that's who was in it before, I believe the 21, the, um, uh, the Wood Brothers were in there. What if the Wood Brothers are, are at a gas station in Alabama and, and the news come out that um, the, the Wood Brothers put a noose in Bubba Wallace's uh, um, garage stall. Because that's the shit that happens in 2020. And all those guys got shot or got their ass beat or got run over or killed or something like that. They don't have a problem with with, with starting a, a race bullshit when they think it makes them look good. Okay? But they're going to tell us at anything at all about why Mike Wallace was was suspended? It just said it, it posted it violated his behavioral policy, and we don't know exactly why. I mean, that's very vague. But they'll tell you that they're going to bring in the FBI from a noose that they know was not deliberately put in Bubba Wallace's garage stall, uh, and they're calling in the FBI and they want everybody to know that. I think that's that's a that's a dumb, fucking, idiotic way to run your company. You either got to be 100% transparent. Or you got to do everything the same way, like he's been uh, suspended because he violated the behavioral policy, or we, we've called in the FBI, uh, or, or we, there is an incident that happened. We're investigating it. We'll let you know what happens at the end of it. I mean, that's you got to do one of the two. They're cherry picking where they sit on the fence, and that's going to get him in trouble, Billy. That that that's what I'm trying to say. Whether Mike Wallace is an idiot or and should be suspended, I. I that's the problem is NASCAR is putting themselves into the picture, and I think it's going to hurt them and bite them in the ass down the road. I don't, I don't know. I, I it's the reason why I'm not on Facebook, to be quite honest with you, Billy Bradley. Um, <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah, like this. definitely a, a sticky situation that you know, and I'm sure someone addressed it to NASCAR, but they spent time to dig in the information to look at it for that is. It's more concerning than the actual post itself. Here's what's going to happen. Um, if NASCAR is going out there and doing stuff like this without letting everybody every, – and I mean, I don't mean just the drivers. I mean, everybody know, okay, this is over the line. Then the fact of the matter is the NASCAR drivers, in my opinion, should, should do nothing but stick to the agenda because you either are allowed to have free speech – or you're not allowed to have free speech. And, and and listen, everybody's allowed to have free speech, but it, there may be consequences over it. Okay, so allowing drivers to go, you know, pop off on, on uh, during uh, – allowing drivers to pop off on political and social plat, uh, um, um, viewpoints, 
with, with NASCAR saying, yeah, that's great, and then holding them back is a slippery slope. It's just a slippery slope, and I think they're going to wish that um, – I think they're going to wish that they, they, they didn't do this. We got any other news going on at NASCAR, Billy? No, but like, just like you was talking about that, I want to make one point. Yeah. NASCAR is 100% reason the, why, the reason why I got on Twitter is because that, that, you know, that drivers used to communicate a lot of how yep. they, their expressions on Twitter. So yep. I don't want them to ever put that to a stop that drivers – feel scared for their job that, you know, they're not going to post something on Twitter because I enjoy seeing what they say. Billy, the reason that, that I found out that I was wrong about Jimmy Johnson and that dude was not vanilla was because of Twitter, because he was himself on Twitter. Well, that those days are over. Those, those, absolute, those days are absolutely over, and good, bad, or indifferent, those days are over, and, uh, you know, it's if, if I didn't know anything about Jimmy Johnson until 2020, I'd still say he's vanilla, and I'd be wrong because I know different. But this is a – the reason I got on Twitter is because of NASCAR, for Christ's sakes. Um, and it's uh, back in 2009, and this is this – it's is, this is very, very strange. Bob Fockers, by the way, also it, it says that um, he believes our, our, our Richard Petty Motorsports will be in business. They will hire a driver and a – expect to continue the relationship with uh, Richard Childress Racing. So my guess is Ty Dillon to the 43. <laughs> uh, Ty Dillon yeah. to the 43 or, or something like that maybe maybe coming down the pike. But, um, hell, Billy, we got to go to Richmond and run a race. And we were supposed to run one up there in April this year. And, uh, of course, that got COVIDed because uh, the fine state that you live in, Billy Bradley, um, is uh, scared to death of the covid the COVID SARS-19 virus, and, and but we're going to <laughs> Richmond now. We're back on schedule, a uh, September 11th, um, um, uh, September 11th uh, uh, race at, at Richmond Motor Speedway. And I got to be honest with you, Billy, that, that race used to be awesome. And the last 10, 12 years, I, it hasn't been all super good. Maybe throw in a onesie-twosie here and there, but um, – I'm 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 excited to see. I thought we would this would be better because we're going to have the short track package, Billy, and we haven't had an opportunity uh, to, to really see it. I think we're going to see a little bit better racing out here. I mean, if you had, do you think we'll have a, a good race, Billy? Or is this going to be a a fifty fifty type race going to Richmond? Uh, I'm going to say fifty fifty, but I hope I'm wrong. Like you said, Richmond has not, really not produced very good race and in the like even being a cutoff race i didn't yeah. was producing good racing no i agree with you i i think this this package might pull it a, together a little bit but to be to be quite frank with you i um i, I it's uh, if i'm basing it on past performance i'm not hopeful that it's going to be a better race but fact of the matter is here if you're going to richmond Billy, you know Denny Hamlin's going to be good. You know Kevin Harvick's going to be good. You know Kyle Busch is going to be good. You know Martin Truex Jr. is going to be good. Uh, I mean, there's short track racers out there that are just going to – this racetrack seems to do them pretty well. And, um, by the way, did I win? I I took Kevin Harvick. Hell, I had to – yeah, I won because I had Yeah, you won. (laughs) The easy pick there. Um, This is a a little bit harder – 
for me because, quite honest with you, um, man, I, I don't think – I honestly don't think that Kevin Harvey's going to win this race, but I feel like i got to take him, Billy. He's, he's, he was on the pole there last year. The guy knows how to get around. Um, and I think he finished in the top five last year. Martin Truex Jr. won last year. Uh, your top five was Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick, and Denny Hamlin. Um, somebody that surprised me last year was, was Paul Menard finished 10th. Um, and uh, our buddy Ryan Newman finished 9th. But um, anywho, Billy, I, if I'm going first, and I'm going to have – got to take – I don't want to, Billy, but I, I feel like an idiot if I don't take Kevin Harvick. I'm going to take Kevin Harvick as my winner. And, um, shit, I hate to do this to you, but I'm thinking about Clint Boyer as my dark horse. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about Clint, because Eric Jones has a win, doesn't he? Yeah, Eric Jones won at Daytona. Yeah. Let me see here. I don't think he has. Oh. He, he oh, sure he doesn't ever win. Well, hold on, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, uh, pull it up. This is super interesting conversation we have. I don't even know if Eric Jones has a win, but I'm almost. No, Jones didn't make the chase, so he's uh, there's no way he had a win. Oh, he didn't make the chase. Oh, that's right. Shit, that's nope. right. My bad. Um, I'm gonna take whichever one you don't take. I'm taking the other. So I'm gonna take Eric Jones. I'm gonna take Eric Jones, Billy Bradley. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Eric Jones as my dark horse and Kevin Harvick as my winner. And uh, I assume you're gonna go with Clint Boyer as your dark horse. Boyer for the dark horse and Truex for the win. Oh damn it, those are good picks, dude. Wait, wait a minute. You can't take. Oh yeah, Truex for the win. That's right. Okay, well that's a good pick. That's a real good pick. Because Truex won here last year. He's gonna he's looking to bounce back from what he did. Um, with uh, Baby Jesus there in Darlington. I mean, these are some pretty stellar picks, man. I, I, I got to believe that um, I'm probably going to – I feel like I'm going to wish that I hadn't done that. Um, I would have taken Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> but, well, you couldn't have went wrong either pick. Yeah, I mean, if you're not taking Kevin Harvick and you got the first pick, you got to have some damn good some damn good backup. But I wouldn't feel bad with Martin Truex Jr. or Denny Hamlin to be – I mean, we left Danny Hamlin on the board, for Christ's sakes. That's his home track. So, um, it should be interesting. Billy Bradley, you got anything um, – uh, are your kids still at home doing school? Or are they at school school now? No, they're, we're still at home in the good old state of Virginia, but our neighbors right across the street in Tennessee are – in school, playing football, all these other things, and no shit. They got to get them in school, man. It's uh, it's overdue. It, it, my daughter's actually doing really well with it, but my son could give two shits <laughs> and staying up all night playing his damn video games. Yeah. Yeah, Billy, I can tell you this. Um, if we don't get the kids in school across this country soon, uh, every parent in the country is going to need to have uh, government-assisted counseling. Um, <laughs> hell, not only that, for their food bills. Well, yeah. $300 a week in food. Yeah, Billy. I listen. I, I don't. Um, uh, I don't envy that position of having to buy snacks and shit for kids that are home all damn day, uh, all year long. That's uh that's hard on the pocket. Listen, we're going to have a. Uh, 
but we can talk about that for 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 days on end. Um, but Billy Bradley, let's uh, we're going to try to catch up with Rob here uh, sometime this weekend on Periscope. But um, Billy Bradley, have a good weekend. Y'all have a good race weekend, and let's uh, let's see if we can't have some excitement up there in Richmond, Virginia. Billy, what do you say? Hey, well, I'm going to throw out a disclaimer. I'm going to end the podcast right here. Anybody has any extra tickets to Bristol? I waited around and the damn thing sold out. Hit me up. I'll buy them. I feel like, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, uh, shit. Um, Chipper over at Bristol reached out to me this week and just said, hey, let's do a podcast. I said, I'm ready, man. I'm coming up there. And he goes, uh, Tickets might be gone, Dado. I was like, what? Shit? No way. Uh, I had tickets for the last one. I couldn't go because my dad died. And and now, they, Billy, they sold out for Pete's sake. And you, me, and Jimmy were like the first three people that bought tickets for the last race. And um, and then I'll be damned if now everybody wants to go. So if you got an extra ticket, Billy Bradley, uh, get a hold of him at uh, Bradley88Billy on Twitter. Um, hit him up on Facebook. Get that man a ticket so he can go see the race. Um, I'll do some yeah. campaigning for you, Billy. We'll get it out there on social media. <laughs> all right. Sounds good, man. See you all later. Have a good weekend. With all this craziness going on in the world right now, we appreciate you spending a little time with us. Before you leave, take a minute and check out this new song by Guy L. Boom and Alex Hobbs. Here's End of the World. Yeah. Turning off my TV, shit's getting rough. All the service negativity, I think I had enough. I got my own demons that I'm still dealing with. And if you still wanna be here, I gotta make one thing clear. Don't just say you love me, show me. Just say that you're with me, then prove me. I'm really trying to find my fears, but it's getting scary out here. I don't wanna be Tonight, baby, hold me tight tonight. Oh, come on, baby, make love to me like it's the end of the world. Oh, like it's the end of the world.